Good morning and welcome to St. Peter Catholic Church. Today we celebrate the first Sunday of Advent. Our entrance song can be found in your red hymnal, O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. It's number 386, number 386 in your red hymnal. Please stand and join in singing. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit, bear with you all. We gather crying out, O come Emmanuel, to be with us, as we await in joyful hope the coming of our Savior, like those in captivity, for him to set us free and lead us into his everlasting kingdom. As we come before the throne of his grace, we call to mind our sins and ask for God's mercy and pardon as we make our confessions. I confess. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, bring us to life everlasting. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Oremus. Grant your faithful, we pray, Almighty God. The resolve to run forth to meet your Christ with righteous deeds at his coming, so that gathered at his right hand they may be worthy to possess the heavenly kingdom. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. A reading from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. The days are coming, says the Lord, 
when I will fulfill the promise I made to the house of Israel and Judah. In those days, in that time, I will raise up for David a just shoot. He shall do what is right and just in the land. In those days, Judah shall be safe and Jerusalem shall dwell secure. This is what they shall call her, the Lord, our justice. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Thessalonians. Brothers and sisters, may the Lord make you increase and abound in love for one another and for all, just as we have for you, so as to strengthen your hearts to be blameless in holiness before God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus with all his holy ones. Amen. Finally, brothers and sisters, we earnestly ask and exhort you in the Lord Jesus that as you receive from us how you should conduct yourselves to please God, and as you are conducting yourselves, you do so even more. For you know what instructions we gave you through the Lord Jesus. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, 
be with you and with your spirit a reading from the holy gospel according to luke glory to you lord jesus said to his disciples there will be signs in the sun the moon and the stars and on earth nations will be in dismay perplexed by the roaring of the sea and the waves People will die of fright in anticipation of what is coming upon the world, for the powers of heaven will be shaken. And then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. But when these signs begin to happen, stand erect and raise your heads, because your redemption is at hand. Beware that your hearts do not become drowsy from carousing and drunkenness, and the anxieties of daily life, and that day catch you by surprise like a trap. For that day will assault everyone who lives on the face of the earth. Be vigilant at all times and pray that you will have the strength to escape the tribulations that are imminent and to stand before the Son of Man. The Gospel of the Lord. Bless to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Happy New Year to every one of you. It is a new year in the life of the church. We begin a new liturgical year. As you know, we have calendar year from January to December. We have a school year, usually from August. We have also physical year, and many are beginning of years. So for the church, this is a beginning of a new year. With the last Sunday feast of Christ the King, we ended the ordinary time of the year, year B. Today we begin the new year, year C. And like some of you already know, we have three cycles in the church, year A, B, and C. Year A usually is we go through the Gospel of St. Matthew. In year B, we go through St. Mark. As you have seen, many of the readings we ended all through last month, coming from the Gospel of Mark. And in year C, beginning today, we're going through the Gospel of Luke. And the Gospel of John is interspersed all through the year of ABC. You see it coming up at various feasts and occasions. And also be mindful, in this time of Advent, you will see how the church uh, arranges the readings so that all the three readings are preparing us towards that Advent coming, towards that coming of the Savior. And so I say to you once again, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel. Everybody. And ransom captive Israel. That must in lonely exile until the Son of God appears. Amen? Amen. So Advent is about O come Emmanuel. It is about the coming of Christ. From the Latin word advenire, that is to come to, or adventum simply means to come. So we have three comings of Christ. In the penitential service, we have uh, an option to use, which summarizes but also prepares us to understand what we do in these four Sundays of Advent. The invocation says, Lord Jesus, 
you came to gather the nations into the peace of God's kingdom. The second one, Lord Jesus, you come in word and sacrament to strengthen us in holiness. And the last one, Lord Jesus, you will come in glory with salvation for your people. So these three invocations summarize the Advent season, the three comings of Christ. Number one, his coming in history, which we celebrate in Christmas or at Christmas, his coming in history or historical coming. The second one, he comes every day in words and sacrament and in the lives every day of our life. That is, he's coming here and now. He's coming in mystery, always hidden. We may not you know, recognize, but if we are fully aware and living in the moment, we see him coming in mystery. And the last one, he's coming in majesty. He's coming in majesty, in glory. We heard the gospel, you know, the apocalyptic nature of Christ's coming, the definitive coming of Christ we call the parousia, the second coming of Christ. And so we gather to reflect on how these three comings of Christ prepare us and challenge us to be aware of the sacred season of Advent. You know, Advent is also a penitential season of its own. You remember in Lent, we wear purple, and also in Advent, we wear the same color. A reminder, symbolic, that we are also in a sacred and holy season of renewal, of penance, of prayer, of transforming ourselves. But this penance, or even wearing, is not a hopeless one. Remember in the Gospel of John, chapter 19, when they put the purple cloak on Christ, you know, declaring him to be a king. So the penitential service that we do with the color, purple, is not one without hope. It is one that we end in sharing in the royalty of Christ himself, who is the king of the universe. So we come to um, remind ourselves, one, he came to gather the nation. The prophecy of Jeremiah this morning in today's first reading talks about in those days, in that time, you know, people were in exile hoping and longing for the Savior, the Messiah, that will come to liberate them from the exile. And now you see the prophecy of hope. I will raise up for you someone like David and wants to hear about the Son of Man, Christ, the Son of David. Now he is coming to set his people free. And the New Testament, you know, all through the Old Testament, you hear the prophecy of this hope of the Messiah. And the New Testament authors pick up the same thing of Christ as the fulfillment of that promise, the one who is come to set us free. At Christmas, we celebrate Christ who comes to us as a little child, as a baby, as a vulnerable one, depending on us to feed him, to nourish him, to take care of him. And that has a message for every one of us as he continues to come to us in those who are vulnerable, the sick, the elderly, the marginalized, the refugees, the immigrants, and all kinds of those who are vulnerable. So the sacred season brings in context the living experience of what is gone already in history. Only in the liturgy you see uh, a lively celebration of the past becoming present or being made present as we celebrate them. Secondly, he will come in glory. Very soon we will recite the creed. And in the creed we will say, he will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead. Or even in our profession of faith, we say, Christ has died, Christ is risen, and Christ will come again. So the time or time in our Christian or in Christianity, time has a definition. The movement of time is towards a culmination when all will be all in Christ. So it is not an endless journey that we engage while we make our program on earth because we are moving towards somewhere, recognizing that Christ as our origin 
and destiny, the beginning and the end of all. So he will come again in glory. And as people who do not know, when we come in glory, the Advent season prepares us to be awake. The reading says, be vigilant, for you do not know the hour. You can imagine if universities and schools do not have uh, a specific time for examinations, you will see students will be always ready, preparing for whenever the examination will come. Or if you do not know when the auditor will come to your company to, you know, to audit your financial or whatever it is, you will always be ready with your paperwork and our documents waiting for him to come. But this longing for the parousia, the second coming of Christ, is one that we do with Christ as our friend. It is not a, a, a wedding that is filled with anxiety. It is a wedding that is filled with uh, a longing, a loving longing for Christ who is coming. And the third one is he comes in mystery. That is, he comes in word and sacrament. In all of the sacrament that we celebrate, Christ keeps coming to us in the daily events of our lives, even in the sufferings and pains that we go through. He reveals himself. He comes every day, and he awaits that we open our hearts to welcome him. Remember that image of uh, when you see a picture or an icon of Christ knocking at the door that is borrowed in, uh, from the book of Revelation chapter 3, verse 20. Behold, I stand at the door knocking, and if anyone hears and open, I will come in and dine and eat with him. That is his coming in every day of our life, in every day circumstance in our situation, so that we can recognize him in our brothers and sisters as he comes to us, so that whatsoever we do to anyone, then we recognize that he is coming to us in those who have no one to take care of them. You see in the Gospel of Matthew 25, I was hungry, you gave me to eat, thirsty, you gave me drink, in prison, you visited me, and all of that. So we see in between the first coming and the second coming, we continue making our journey. And like the disciples going to Emmaus, you read in the Gospel of Luke 24, those disciples going to Emmaus, their eyes were opened when he revealed himself to them. So, but he assured them, I am with you. That becomes a definitive revelation of the Emmanuel, that is God who is with us. From the first coming up until the last one, he stays with us all through our journey, in the Eucharist, in our brothers, in the words that we read every day. So Advent becomes an important liturgical, but also a spiritual season. And we may not fully or deeply appreciate the arrival of the Savior unless we know deeply also and honestly what we need to be saved from. Listen to that song again. Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel. That is Israel in captivity, longing and crying out. That is a prayer of someone who is captured, someone who is kidnapped, someone who is heard to ransom. And you can understand that uh, a captive in a distant land cannot help himself or herself. And so they cry out, looking for that David, that son of man, that we come to liberate and set them free. That is your cry. That is my cry. That is the cry of all of us in our spiritual condition, in our spiritual exile. We are crying out, wishing out to him to come and help us because we are lost. We are in captives. Paul will say uh, in his letter to Romans chapter 3, all of us, we have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. So like this captive Israel, we crying, come and redeem us. The psalm for this morning, we all sang. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. That is a wonderful prayer of cry from Psalm 25. To you, I lift up my soul. And then the psalmist goes on. Lord, make me know your way. Teach me your path. 
Let me know the way that I should walk. Lead me and guide me. You know, many of us, we use GPS when we are going to places that we do not know. And you hear that robotic voice telling you, turn here, turn, light, uh, turn left, turn right, one mile, this and that. So the robotic voice helps to direct us. Otherwise, we will get lost. We can apply the same analogy in our spiritual life, crying out to Christ, because we are lost in every way to help us, to direct us, and guide us in the proper way that we have to go. So Advent is a time of vigilant waiting, but it is not a hopeless waiting. It is a wedding that helps us to take stock of our life, you know, looking back in the past, where we have been and where we are now and where we are called to be. You can begin the examination of conscience in this time of penance, looking at the seven deadly sins. Think of anger, envy, jealousy, sloth, licentiousness, avarice, all of this. We are all caught up. Addiction, attachment, dysfunction in every ways. We pray in this time of Advent for the Emmanuel who is always with us and who comes to us in, at Christmas now and in the future to help us to prepare the room of our hearts. The same enthusiasm that we used to decorate already without waiting for Christmas, but many of us are already decorating uh, homes and everywhere. Of course, you know, it's about uh, commercialization or American capitalism, but that is by the way. But the same excitement we used to decorate to get ourselves ready inward. Otherwise, uh, if we do not really feel in our bones that there is something we need to be saved from, then we will not really feel and appreciate the fruits of Christmas that we are about to celebrate. And may that not be the case. So we pray once again in this Mass for the Lord to continue to help us lift up our soul to Him. Only in Him can our help come. Psalm 121, always we say, I look up to the hill from where shall come my help. My help will only come from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. May this be our prayer always through Christ our Lord. Amen. May we now stand to profess our faith. I believe in one God. with the scriptures, he ascended into heaven, he will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, who will the Father of the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken to the Father. Christ came to bring us salvation and has promised to come again. Let us pray that we may always be ready to welcome him. Our response is, Lord, hear our prayer. For our holy, for all, for our holy shepherds in the church, that they may be untiring in showing us how 
we should conduct ourselves in order to please God. We pray to the Lord. Hear us, O Lord. That the Lord may raise up our world leaders who will do what is right and just so that we may dwell in safety and security. We pray to the Lord. Yes, O Lord. That the Lord may show sinners the way back to him, giving them the grace to approach the sacrament of penance for peace and reconciliation. We pray to the Lord. Yes, O Lord. That during this Advent season, we receive Christ's peace through the moments of prayer and reflection as we prepare for the perfect gift the birth of our Savior Jesus, we pray to the Lord. Yes, O Lord. For those grieving the loss of a child in, in after birth, that peace and love and compassion of Jesus will fill their hearts, ease their grief, and wipe away their tears, we pray to the Lord. Yes, O Lord. For our deceased relatives and friends, especially those whose names are on the listed on the remembrance table, that the light of Christ's peace may shine upon them forever. We pray to the Lord. Yes, O Lord. Donald, Earl, and Audrey Pachon, Joseph Gannon, Dr. Julian and Tita Caballero, Patricia Kite, Romero <coughs> Renasso, Mary Alice McKay, Margaret Roper McKinn, Jim Richard, Emily Trosclair, John Montabano Sr., David Blanchett, Lana Lee and Sid Terrio, Bo Chaney, Bob Chaney, Carol and Bill Kensell, Eunice Van Sant, Leroy Joseph Falgos, Foster Johns, and the living, Debbie Bradford, Kenny and Mary Beth Sears, Father Dan Dashner, Kathleen Simino. Daniel and Linda LeBlanc, Lisa Lewis, for whom this Mass is being offered, we pray to the Lord. Yes, O Lord. We turn now to the family prayer, which can be found on the inside cover of the red hymnals. Loving and faithful, faithful God, God, through the years, the people of our diocese have appreciated prayer of our Lady of in times of war, disaster, epidemics, and illness. We come to you, Father, Mary, our mother, and ask you to help us in the battle for the against violence, murder, and racism. That we may build a community founded on values of Jesus, which gives respect to life and dignity of all people. Bless parents that they may form their children in faith. Bless and protect our youth that they may be peacemakers of our time. Give consolation to those who have lost loved ones through violence. Hear our prayers and give us the perseverance to be a voice for life and human dignity in our community. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Lady of Prompt Supper, hasten to help us. Mother Arrieta Hill, pray for us that we may be a holy family. Please remain standing as we bless the Advent with. And if you have your candles, you can raise them up for blessing. If you do not have aftermath, you can also pick up from those who will be selling outside. As you know, the Advent with these candles are symbolic, also a way of preparing us for joyful wedding of the coming of the Savior. Today, we lighten the candle of hope, the candle of hope. You know, we are saved in hope. Uh, Romans 8. So second Sunday, we light the candle of faith. And the third Sunday, known as the Gaudate Sunday, a rejoicing Sunday, the candle of joy. And finally, we, we light the candle of peace for the fourth Sunday of Advent. So we make out uh, a prayer plan. We also have a book in the back of the church that you can pick up with a little donation in the box you can pick up the, the booklet to help you meditate and reflect. Or you can also have personal plans. Pick up a chapter in the Bible for the four Sundays to reflect on. Or other spiritual writings, maybe a life of a saint or something else for the fruitful celebration of Advent. If you have your candles, please raise them up as we bless the Advent with. 
Lord God, your church joyfully awaits the coming of its Savior who enlightens our hearts and dispels the darkness of ignorance and sin. Pour forth your blessing upon us as we light the candles of this wreath. May the light and the light from our parishioners' candles reflect the splendor of Christ, who is Lord forever and ever. Amen. O oh, come, O oh, come, O oh, come, our Savior dear to thee. O oh, come, O oh, come, O oh, come, we have no care but thee. Please be seated. Please join in singing, Wait for the Lord, in your red hymnal, number 410, number 
pray, my dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice of yours may be acceptable to God, the Father Almighty. Accept, we pray, O Lord, this offerings we make, gathered from among the gifts you give us, and may what you grant us to celebrate devoutly here below gain for us the prize of eternal redemption through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is very right and just. Our duty and our salvation. Always and everywhere to give your thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For he assumed at its first coming the lowliness of human flesh, and so fulfilled the design you formed long ago and open for us the way to eternal salvation. That when he comes again in glory and majesty, and all is at last made manifest, we who watch for that day may inherit the great promise in which now we dare to hope. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim. indeed holy O Lord and from the world's beginning you are ceaselessly at work so that human race may become holy just as you yourself are holy look we pray upon your people's offerings and pour out on them the power of your spirit that it may become the body and blood of your beloved son Jesus Christ in whom we too are your sons and daughters Indeed, though we were once lost and could not approach you, you loved us with the greatest love for your son who alone is just, handed himself over to death and did not disdain to be nailed for our sake to the wood of the cross. But before his arms were outstretched between heaven and earth, 
to become the lasting sign of your covenant, he desired to celebrate the Passover with his disciples. As he ate with them, he took bread. Giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, gave it to his Gave it to his disciples, saying, At Jupiter, at Manducata, XL Omnes, Hic es enim corpus meum, Quod proverbis tradetur. In a similar way, when the supper was ended, knowing that he was about to reconcile all things in himself through his blood to be shed on the cross, he took the chalice filled with the fruit of the vine, once more giving you thanks, handed the chalice over to his disciples, saying, Archipiter, et bibiter, et el omnes, Hic est enim calis sanguinis meri, novi eterni testamenti, qui proverbis et promutu se fundator, in remissionem peccatorum. Hoc facite in meam commemorationem. The mystery of faith. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of your son, Jesus Christ, who is our Passover and our service priest, we celebrate his death and resurrection from the dead. And looking forward to his blessed coming, we offer you, who are our faithful and merciful God, this sacrificial victim who reconciles to you the human race. Look kindly, most compassionate Father, on those you unite to yourself by the sacrifice of your son and grant that by the power of the Holy Spirit, as they partake of this one bread and one chalice, they may truly be gathered into one body in Christ who heals every division. Be pleased to keep us always in communion of mind and heart, together with Francis, our Pope, and Gregory, our Bishop. Help us to work together for the coming of your kingdom until the hour when we stand before you, saints among the saints in the halls of heaven, with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, the Blessed Joseph has passed, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints, and with our deceased brothers and sisters, whom we humbly commend to your mercy, then freed at last from the wound of corruption and sin, and made fully into a new creation, we shall sing to you with gladness the thanksgiving of Christ, who lives for all eternity. Peripsum et cum ipso et ere ipso, et tibi deo patria omnipotenti, in unitate spiritus sanctus, omnis honor et gloria, Per omnia secula seculorum.
at the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching with the to sin. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church. Graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer to each other a sign of peace. Behold him, Jesus, the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, not Oh. 
O sacrament most holy. Let us pray. May this miss praise, O Lord, in which we have participated, profit us, we pray. For even now, as we walk amid passing things, you teach us by them to love the things of heaven, and to hold fast to what endures through Christ our Lord. Um, this Saturday, we continue with our adoration. Uh, you know, every Saturday after 8.30 Mass, we do have exposition of the Eucharist and uh, adoration of the Blessed Sacrament. So we invite everyone to uh, come and then or to leave your prayer intentions in the box near the divine mercy image. So we continue to pray for all of us. Thank you, Deacon Vic, the altar service. Thank you so much with the acolyte, the lector, she's gone, the choir, <laughs> the extraordinary ministers of the Eucharist and the ushers. Thank you and God bless you. The Lord be with you. May the Almighty and merciful God, by whose grace you have placed your faith in the first coming of his only begotten Son, and yearn for his coming again, sanctify you by the radiance of Christ's advent, and enrich you with his blessing through Christ our Lord. Amen. As you run the ways of this present life, may he make you firm in faith, joyful in hope, and active in charity through Christ our Lord so that rejoicing now with devotion at the Redeemer's coming in the flesh, you may also be endowed with the rich reward of eternal life when he comes again in majesty through Christ our Lord. Amen. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you forever. Thanks be to Saint Michael. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, the Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl in the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Please join in singing in your red hymnal, Christ Be Our Light, number 584, number 584. Longing for light, we wait for long days, longing for light. 